Yak. Welcome back to another quarantine podcast. We're back with Proverbs Tuesday. We're in our last section of the opening of Proverbs, which goes through chapter 9. And we've been talking about the way of the wise woman and the way of the woman of folly throughout. And we're going to see the conclusion to their episode here and draw some last points out before we get into, um, I wouldn't say the meat of Proverbs, but um, kind of these proverbettes we're going to see throughout the rest of the book, which are these pithy sayings that people memorize for the sake of becoming wise. But the reason they open with this wisdom, woman of wisdom, woman of folly motif is to see how easy it is to disregard what you're going to learn throughout the rest of the book. So it provides a warning to those who seek wisdom. So let's go through Proverbs 9, see it at the end. I want you to listen for echoes between these two women, for things that they're both doing, for things that they're both offering, and and see if you can hear the difference. Proverbs 9. Wisdom has built her house. She has hewn her seven pillars. She has slaughtered her beasts. She has mixed her wine. She has also set her table. She has sent out her young women to call from the highest places in town. Whoever is simple, let him turn and hear. To him who lacks sense, she says, come eat of my bread and drink of the wine I have mixed. Leave your simple ways and live and walk in the way of insight. Whoever corrects a scoffer gets himself abuse, and he who reproves a wicked man incurs injury. Do not reprove a scoffer, or he will hate you. Reprove a wise man, and he will love you. Give instruction to a wise man, and he will be still wiser. Teach a righteous man, and he will increase in learning. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the Holy One is, is, is insight. For by me, your days will be multiplied, and years will be added to your life. If you are wise, you are wise for yourself. If you scoff, you alone will bear it. The way of folly. The woman of folly is loud. She is seductive and knows nothing. She sits at the door of her house. She takes a seat on the highest places of the town, calling to those who pass by, who are going straight on their way. Whoever is simple, let him turn and hear. And to him who lacks sense, she says, stolen water is sweet, and bread eaten in secret is pleasant. But he who does not know that the dead are uh, there, and her guests are in the depths of Sheol. Thus ends the reading of today's Proverbs. A couple things I want you to notice. Let's look at the way of wisdom first. So wisdom builds her house. Folly sits in the doorway. And wisdom's house, we see it is hewn with seven pillars. So what does that mean? That's weird. Well, remember, numbers mean something in the scriptures. And here, seven is the term for completeness, right? So wisdom has built her house, and it is complete. We see that she has slaughtered a beast. She has mixed her wine. She has set her table. Compare that to folly. Folly essentially is saying, hey, I have bread, but you it's sweet if it's done in secret. 
Notice the difference between the two, right? Wisdom sets her table. And this includes the idea that other people are going to be there. Wisdom is done in community. Folly, on the other hand, removes people and is done in secret. It's done where no one else can see. One of the marks I see of romantic relationships that are done in wisdom and that are done in folly is how they interact with the people around that relationship. Does the couple isolate themselves or do they make sure that they are seen among others? Ladies, a mark of a good man is if that man wants to show you off to all his friends. Does he want to introduce you to everyone he knows? Or does he want you all to himself? Does he remove you and isolate you from your friends? This is the difference between good relationships and bad relationships. And while I'm talking about romantic relationships in this instance, it really is all relationships. Are we prone to expand our friend groups? Or are we prone to isolate ourselves so that no one else can get in like a secret club? Wisdom is the former. Folly is the latter. And we see here that wisdom offers a beautiful meal with many people. Folly, if this was the A.J. Swanson version, is offering TV dinners in secret, hoping that they taste a little bit better because the room is dark and you can't actually see what you're eating. I want you to also notice this thing. If you look at verse 4, and you look at verse 16, it's an echo. You see, the way of wisdom, she sends out her people. And they all call whoever is simple, let him turn in here. And what does Folly do? Folly goes out herself to the same high places and echoes the exact same thing that wisdom does. Whoever is simple, let him turn in here. And it tells us a very important thing. Folly will sound wise to the fool. Folly will sound wise to the fool. But it leads to destruction. Notice how folly doesn't have anyone to send out. Why? Because it says at the very end of the section that all the people that followed her are dead. But wisdom... Wisdom has built up others around her to carry her cause to the nations so that she herself doesn't have to go out because she has continued to empower those people around her to also act wise. Wisdom is a culture and nature builder, while folly brings death. So how do you know? if you are more wise or more fool. Well, it actually tells us this in the middle of the section here, starting in verse 7. It says, basing on the way that you are corrected, what category you can fall, find yourself in. When people offer you correction, what is your heart's response? 
What is your heart's response? This is what 7 says. Whoever corrects a scoffer gets himself abuse, and he who reproves a wicked man incurs injury. Do not reprove a scoffer or he will hate you. Reprove a wise man and he will love him. Give instruction, love you. Give instruction to a wise man and he will be still wiser. Teach a righteous man and he will increase in learning. So students, how can you best see that? How do you know if you're leaning on the wise category or the category of the fool? And for you, it is how do you take instruction from your parents? How do you take reproof? They are going to be, at this point in your life, your biggest test to this. Do you scoff? Do you get angry? Do you roll your eyes? Do you think yourself wise in your own eyes? Do you set yourself off and include in, in isolation from the rest of your family? Or do you join the table? More than likely, they have set. <laughs> Which one is it? Wisdom is beautiful. And it's hard, though, because it requires self-awareness to say, that I don't know everything. I'm probably behind on the curve when it comes to knowledge and what to do with that knowledge. And that the older brothers and sisters around me, especially those that love me, I should incur and seek knowledge from and wisdom from. Especially those that are not in the process of trying to build their own kingdoms, but are trying to build the kingdom of God. I hope you've enjoyed the first nine chapters of Proverbs. It's always good for me to go through it too. I, I greatly enjoy this section. We'll move into these pithy proverbets as we move forward. And they're good. They're just going to sound different because they are different. Hope you're doing well. Peace. Peace.